reignite your passion for God and for His work. Listen to Bishop Edwin Morgan Ogo, the resident pastor of the Lighthouse Chapel International, Oyibi Cathedral. He comes your way on this podcast with the creative force of God's Word. Bishop Ogo also pastors the Flaming Fire Service, a vibrant youth service with energetic young people who are ablaze for the Lord. He is also the evangelist of the Greater Love Gospel Crusade, a unique outreach program that ministers the soul-saving love of Jesus Christ to a hurting world through music, dance, and the life-giving Word of God. Now, listen to Bishop Edwin Ogo. Sacrifice of praise. Lift up your hands to the Lord into the house of the Lord. We bring sacrifice. We bring sacrifice of praise into the house. Into the house of the Lord. And we offer. The sacrifice, the sacrifice of thanksgiving, and we offer, and we offer to you the sacrifice, the sacrifice of joy. We bring sacrifice, we bring. Sacrifice of praise into the house, into the house of Lord. Lift up your hands and bring sacrifice. We bring sacrifice of praise into the house of and we offer. The sacrifice of thanksgiving, and we offer unto you the sacrifice, the sacrifice of, and we offer, and we offer of thanksgiving and we offer unto you the sacrifice of lift your hands and sing this part and we offer lift your hands and show gratitude to God this morning the sacrifice of thanksgiving and we offer unto you oh, the sacrifice. For the last time, lift your hands and sing. We, we bring, we bring, we bring, we bring sacrifice of praise into the house. 
You will never be the same again. And you want to lift up your hands and thank him for the awesome privilege of bringing you into his presence. You want to lift up your hands and thank him for the blessing, for the blessing, for the blessing of his presence. You want to lift up your hands and say, Lord, I thank you. Lord, you made a way. Lord, you opened the door. Lord, I thank you. You want to lift up your hands and say, Father, today, I thank you for opening the door for me. Thank you for drawing me to your presence. I know my life will never be the same again. Sami Mahande, Lazama Mandala Babosh Ateliande, Rama Mazima Molema Masandala Baba, Shamade, Shamade, Zomada, Lamba Satalaba. Thank you, Jesus. I want us to read Psalm 122 before we sit down. We want to pray a very important prayer verse 1 it says I was glad when they said unto me let us go into the house of the Lord thus alone is a good reason enough for us to lift up our hands and thank him oh yes you see because some of us here have had invitations from friends mm. invitations from loved ones and you went with them with excitement. excitement but it was to go to a place that would later destroy you mm. some of us have had invitations to parties wow. that was where you learned how to drink that was where you learned how to smoke mm. Some of us have had invitations by friends to clubs. Mm. That's where you learn to, 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 to do dark things. Hey. But this morning, somebody came to you and told you, let us go. Let us go. Not to a nightclub. No. Not to a party. Not to a pool party. No. But to the house of the Lord. And this morning, if you find yourself standing here in the house of the Lord, 
it's a sign that God has an interest in your life. Wow. I said it's a sign that God has an interest in your life. Wow. That God has an interest in your destiny. That God intends to visit you. Amen. That God intends to touch you. Oh, yes. That God intends to change your life. Yes. That is why among all the days, today became the special day that someone came to you and said, let us go to the house of the Lord. Let us and go. when you understand this blessing, you will speak the way he spoke in verse 2. Verse 2. He said, our feet shall stand within thy gates. Wow. When you come to God's house and you taste of the blessings in the house of the Lord, your only desire will be to remain in the house of wow. the Lord. Today, I know that it may be your first time in a long time, but after this experience, Jeez. your feet will stay in the house of the Lord. Can Amen. you clap your hands? Yes, your feet will stay in the house of the Lord. My feet will stay. Your feet will stay in the house of the Lord. Why? Why why will your feet stay in the house of the Lord? Because God's house is a special place. See how special it is in verse number 3. Verse number 3. He said, Jerusalem, which is the house of God, is built as a city that is compact together. God built his church as a special place. The church is different from the university. Mm. The church is different from the bank. Definitely. The church is different from your house. Oh yes. The church is different from your shop. Yes. The church is different from parliament. Definitely. The church is different from the presidential palace. Different. There is no place that compares to the house of the Lord. No place. It is built specially as a city for your life. Amen. That when your life is planted in this city, you will not go back. Your life will not be a life of backwardness. You see, a city stands for advancement. Amen. A city stands for progress. Thank you. A city stands for civilization. Wow. A city stands for the high in every country, in every society. There is nothing higher than the city. Nothing. You have the village, you have the town, you have the communities, and so on and so forth. At the peak of it is the city. city. From today, your life will experience the peak of elegance. Amen. The peak of blessings. Amen. The peak of favor. Amen. The peak of God's favor. Amen. The peak of God's power. Amen. The peak of everything God has for you. He said, Jerusalem is built as a city. Oh my God. Look at verse 4. And something special about the city is that whether the tribes, say the tribes. The tribes. I can't hear you. Say the tribes. The tribes. The tribes go up. The tribes of the Lord. This morning, I want to announce to you that there is a tribe that is bigger than the Akan tribe. There is a tribe that is bigger than the Ewe tribe. There is a tribe 
that is bigger than the Dagbani oh, tribe. There is a tribe that is bigger than the white man's tribe. It is called the tribes of the Lord. And you have been invited. Today is your day of promotion. You have jumped from being an Akan to be a part of the tribe of the Lord. How many of you want to belong to the tribe of the Lord? God has blessed you and favored you and has extended his favor towards you that today you belong to the tribes, the tribes. of the Lord. Wow. But, and look at it. The first sentence. Why I'm excited to see you in church. Look at it. It says, Whither the tribes go up. Can you say up? Up. up. Remember in verse 1, David was invited to the house of the Lord. And he says that, Yes, I was glad when they said to me, let us go, not to the bank. No. Not to the university lecture. No. Not to the school. No. Not to the hospital. No. Because in the house of the Lord, everything you will need in town, you can get it here. Oh, wow. The healing is here. Amen. The prosperity is Amen. here. The advancement is here. Amen. So, so, so David in verse 4, look at it again. He says, whether the tribes go up, when you come to God's house You don't go down in life mm. When you walk to church You go up in up. life Whenever you make the church A place which is a part of your life You don't go down Wow I know girls Shaka. I know personally girls Who went to parties They that were dragged And boys in tents hey. Had sex with them got pregnant their lives never became the same again Mm. it means they entered that party house and their lives went down Mm. but when you enter into the church your life does not go down your life goes up Up. today i see your life going up amen wherever your life is now whether it is in a pit whether your life is going down whether you are whatever challenge you are experiencing your life will go up up in the name of jesus can you clap your hands for jesus can you clap your hands for jesus can you clap your hands and as you clap your hands continue to pray and say lord i want to belong to your tribe i want to belong to the tribe i want to belong to your tribe to belong to your clap your hands i'm a Ghanaian. I'm sure you're also a Ghanaian. Sometimes one wonderful thing I see when I travel abroad and I return to Kutuka International Airport. I am on the plane with people speaking clean chi. Clean. Chi with vocabulary. Hey. The chi that the linguists speak. Some of them cannot even speak English. Mm. I have sat on the plane and filled people's forms for them. They could not even write there. When the plane touches down and we are going to immigration, you will see Ghanaians only, then other nationals, EU and so on. Then this boy who cannot speak English, which is 
jeans and kambu hmm. and his bag. I am thinking that since I am a Ghanaian, he will be following me to the place where Ghanaians go. <laughs> Sana, as he is there, he has got a German passport. Hey. He has got a Swiss passport. Jesus. So he goes to stand at the place where white men are standing. If Ghanaians can desire German passports, mm, 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 then you can also desire the heavenly passport. Oh, yes, thank you, Jesus. I said, if a Ghanaian does not mind, in addition to being a Ghanaian, he wants to be an American. Hey. He wants to be a Swiss. Hey. He wants to be British. I want to inform you that you can also desire another nationality. And this morning, the nationality I present to you is called the tribe of the Lord. The tribe of the Lord. You may be a Ghanaian, you may be a Dagbani, you may be a Frafra, you may be a Fante, but in addition to your Fante tribe, you can also desire the tribe of the Lord. Lift your two hands. We are going to talk to God now and say, Lord, this is the beginning of the rest of my life. The beginning. After today's experience, I am not going back to my old ways. I'm not going back. I cannot change the fact that I'm a fancy. But I'm adding on another tribe. The tribe of the Lord. The tribe of the Lord. Father, receive me. Receive me. Father, Admit me. Admit me. If it's a passport, Hold give me the passport. Give it to me. I want to belong to the tribe of the Lord. I am I am tired of being a Dagbani only. I'm tired of being a Ghanaian only. I also want to belong to the tribe of the Lord. So that when the people of God are going up, up, I can also go up. Yes, Lord. Lift your hands and begin to pray right now. Open your mouth wherever you are. We are praying. We are praying. What a day. 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 Pray. Lord, I want to belong to your tribe. I want to belong to your tribe. Oh yes, Lord. I want to belong to the people of God. Receive me today, Lord. Receive me today, Lord. Receive me today, Lord. I want to belong to the tribe of God. I want to belong to the tribe of God. I want to belong to the tribe of God. I want to belong to the tribe of God. Makote Kamando lolo bosota, lambre kisele, lambre kisele, asi malola, samantelebe, samantelebe, alino mihande, alino mihande, zima malote, zima malote, shembele kata, 
you want to say this you want to say to the lord father admit me admit me into the tribe of your people today i'm joining your tribe if somebody can go to the embassy and tell lies a man from Konongo can call himself Abena so that he can get a British passport ladies and gentlemen believe me if I tell you that there is something higher than being an Akan there is something higher than being an Ephrafra it's called the tribe of the Lord. Say the tribe of the Lord. The tribe of the Lord. I can't hear you. Say the tribe of the Lord. The tribe of the Lord. I can't hear you. Shout the tribe of the Lord. The tribe of the Lord. Say I belong to the tribe of the Lord. I belong to the tribe of the Lord. From today. From today. I will belong to the tribe of the Lord. I will belong to the tribe of the Lord. You want to lift up your hands and gently speak to God and say Lord today Today, I want to belong. I want to belong. Welcome me, Lord. Welcome me, Lord. Make me a part. Make me a part. Make me a part of your people. When you are blessing your people, bless me. Bless me too. When you are healing your people, heal me. Heal me too. When you are prospering your people, prosper me. Prosper me. When you are increasing your people, increase me. When you say that you are gathering your people, let me be in the number. Today, oh God, I want to be part of your people. Ladies and gentlemen, I know you belong to a school. You belong to a family. You, you work somewhere. You belong to a certain staff. But today we are welcoming ourselves into the tribe of God. The people of God. We are saying, Father, Today we are joining. We are joining. We are joining your family. Lift your hands and talk to God and say, Lord. Lord, I want to join you. I want to join. I want to be a part of your family. I want to be a part of your family. That in addition to being part of a football club, I also want to be a part of your people. In addition to being a part of a school. I also want to be a part of your family. Receive me, O God. Receive me, O God. Receive me, O God. Receive me, O God. Lord, I'm ready. 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 I'm ready, Lord. I want to join. I want to join your family. I want to join your family. I want to join your family.
at Psalm 68 verse 6. Let's read that verse and then we'll pray and enter into a beautiful time of worship. Look at it. He said, God setteth the solitary in families. He bringeth out those which are bound with chains. But the rebellious dwell in a dry land. Can I have another translation, please? Another translation. God places the lonely in families. Because remember, he told Adam that it is not good for a man to be alone. This morning, I want to inform you that you are not standing in a church. This is a family. This is a family. This is a tribe. This is a tribe. And I want you to know that God does not intend for you to be lonely anymore. Wow. Thank you. From today, you are going to have other brothers and other sisters. Amen. You are going to have spiritual parents. Amen. God, one of the things God does on earth is that He puts people into families. Wow. Wow. Obviously, some of you, even on earth, even though your name is Ofori, you have joined some Obey family. Mm. Yes, I belong to another family. I've been adopted by a family on earth. Wow. So if you can be an Odoi and then join a Jakbasu family, then I'm informing you that you can also belong to an earthly family and be a part of a spiritual family. Oh, beautiful. And today, God began that work in your life. Amen. By bringing you into, not a church, but into a family. A family. From today, your life will never be the same again. Amen. Lift your hands wherever you are and tell the Lord, Lord, I receive Lord, I receive the family you have put me in. I receive the family you have put me in. I'm joining the family. It's a beautiful family. It's called the family of God. What a beautiful family. It's called the family of God. Everybody lift your hands. God wants to change your life here. Yes. What going to school will never do for you. Church will do for you. What working in a bank will never do for you. God will do it for you. What belonging to a football club will never do for you. God. 
God do it for you. God places the lonely in families. Lift your hands. This is our final prayer. We are saying, Lord, today, make me a part of your family. Make me a part of your family. Make me a part of your family. I want to join this family. Oh God, touch my life. Oh God, change my life. Oh God, turn my life around. Today is the beginning of a new day in my life. Today is the beginning of a brand new experience in my life. Change my life, Change my life, Change my life, Change my life, I want to join this family. I want to join this tribe. I want to join this family. I want to join this tribe. I want to join this family. I want to join this tribe. Change my life. Change my life, Lord. 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 Lift your hands. Speak to God. Speak to God. Say, Lord. Change my life. Change my life. Change my life. Change my life, Lord. Change my life. Turn my life around. Turn my life around. Turn my life around. Change my life, Lord. Turn my life around. Jesus. Take over my life. Today, God is going to take over your life. Amen. He's going to add something to your life. Whatever you have in your life is great. But God is going to add to you. Amen. Whatever experience you have is great. But God is going to add. Amen. Today, you are not in a church to have a church service. Mm. You are going to have an experience wow. with God. An experience. An experience with God. Wow. And you are saying, Lord, change my life. Change my life. Are you excited to be in church this morning? You see, Bible says that these are they which have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. I believe that this morning the power of God will be here with us to transform our lives, to change our destinies, to ensure that your life, the life that you entered this auditorium with, and the life that you are going to live here with will be two totally different lives. If you believe it, shout Amen. We are going to hear fantastic testimonies this morning. People who were invited to church, people who sat in services, people who heard the word of God, and by the word of God, their lives have been totally transformed. Amen. If you believe it, shout, Are you ready for the testimonies this morning? Let me hear a loud shout of, I want us to welcome our first testimony this morning from our brother, Courage, from the dancing stars. Hallelujah. 
He's coming to tell us how God has changed his life, how God has transformed him. Amen. Good morning, Carrie. Good morning, Pastor. Tell us what the Lord has done for you. I'm Carrie Bedenya. I'm a center leader and also a dancing star. My testimony is actually about how God changed me from a chronic masturbator and a pornographer into a shepherd. Tell us your story. So, when I was in class six, I visited an uncle and I found some pornographic magazines in his house. A lot. I took them and brought them home. I started watching. Later, I graduated from the magazines into videos. I needed motion pictures. <laughs> so, after watching, I continued into masturbation. I used to masturbate in the bathhouse. One day, I masturbated until I collapsed in the bathhouse. Shout, yeah! So, the poured water on me revived me. In 2009, a friend invited me for a program called Leadership International at the Kodesh, and I went. Later, I found Bread of Life, and I was putting under L.P. Lorraine. She was my pastor. She made me a shepherd. She made me a shepherd. How has your life become since you became a shepherd, since you started working in church? In fact, since I became a shepherd and a dancing star, I mean, it has been amazing. There's no time, because usually when I'm alone is when I masturbate. Yes, I work on a free time. Free time. But now there's no free time. There's no free time. I'm always in church. You are always in church. Yes, going for rehearsals, outreach, visitation. So there's no time for me at all. Even on Sundays, when I come to church and I go home. By the time I go home, I'm tired. You are too tired to masturbate. I'm tired, yes. Do you still watch pornography? I don't even remember the sites and the... Because I used to know the names of the actors. But I don't even remember. I don't know the size. If we see you on your phone, what will you be? If we saw you with earpiece in your ears, looking on your phone. It will either be Makane, I'm listening to, or podcast. You are not excited about it, oh. This is a life that has been ransomed. This is a life which was meant for distraction. But in church, God has delivered him. Let us bless God for his life as we welcome from the King's Bar, our sister Mata Kolete. Hallelujah. Also to talk to us about the transformation she has experienced in her life. Encourage her as she comes. Good morning. Good morning, Pastor. My name is Martha Anokolete. I'm a center leader and also in the King Square. Tell us your story, Martha. My testimony is about how God changed my life since I came to church. I was raised up in a chief's house and always there is alcohol in the house. We are not restricted not to drink, so you can drink. No one will question you. And to add to it, my mother also owns a sport. So what is a sport? A drinking bar? A drinking bar. Okay. So you can imagine how I can drink. When I completed JHS, I have to take over the shop whilst I wait for my BEC resort. So I was drinking heavily. My family, we have some families in Dodua, where today I am a center leader in Salem. We have families there. So I came there with my mother, and I joined some group. 
drinking girls that we drink together. How did you become born again? So I, you were drinking. I was drinking. Then what changed? What happened was I was drinking till I married. So one day my husband forced me to church. I didn't want to go. So I went to church. When I went Which to church, church was this? Lighthouse, Ayikuma. Oh, okay. So, so your husband was in Lighthouse. Yes. And you were not in church. So your husband, when he was marrying you, you were a drunkard. He he knows that I drink. He knows. knows But one day he forced his drunkard wife to church. church. And what happened in church? I gave my life to Christ. I couldn't stop when I gave my life to Christ until I was prayed for by Pastor Nick Teklufio to receive Holy Ghost baptism. And it all ended. So the day you received the Holy Ghost baptism, you have not drunk. I have not taken anything again. You don't get drunk. You are not celebrating God for this change. It's like you are not excited. When somebody who was meant to be a shepherd, the same area she was drinking is the same area today she is pastoring people. Hallelujah. I want us to welcome our next testimony from our brother Archibald Asamoah. Hallelujah. He's also bringing us a story of his change. Amen. Encourage him. Achi, good morning. Amen. Um, Pastor Lester, my name is Archibald Asamoa. I'm the Zona leader for Frafraha Zone. And um, I'm a former film star. Um, you see, I was born in a Christian home. Okay. My mom, a Presbyterian. My dad, a Methodist. So we grew up like that until I entered high school. High school. So in high school, I met this guy who was into rap, entertainment, and then he introduced me to a gang of boys. So we started doing crazy things, skipping class, going to town, you know, chasing girls. But you see, in all of this, I continued, by the grace of God, I passed my exams. So I entered the university. Now, when I got to the university, I realized that the seed that was sown in high school was now bearing fruit. The seed of? Womanizing. So in the university... It was a higher level. So, so you see, back at SHS, I was doing all these bad things, but when we talk about drinking, you won't get me. You don't drink. Smoking, you won't get me. But, but when it comes to the other one, you see, when I set my radar on you as a girl, no matter your background, your back will touch the ground. You see that thing? Shout, yeah! <laughs> Yeah, so we so continued. What happened? So you see, there was, let me tell you, there was this lady they used to call the cat because her back could never touch the ground. She was bouncing boys left, right, center. So they brought her case before the master tactician. I took my time, I analyzed, I mapped out the strategy, and when I launched the attack, she couldn't stand. She woke up one morning beside me in a hotel room and asked me, actually, what just happened here? And I said, we just finished having a prayer meeting. Nonsense. You see, Shout in all of this... Yeah. <laughs> so this was in the university. At the university. But something happened. Tell us. I met one lady. Also in the university. Also at the university. And then I will map out a strategy. But when I meet this girl, I forget everything. You see... Why, why would you forget? I didn't know. So I was like, ah, is it me or what is happening? Anytime I meet her and I try to do my thing. I forget. So I mess up. Then one day, we were going on vacation, so she gave me a pen drive. This lady that when you meet, you can't do anything. Exactly. She handed me a gift of a pen drive. Okay. And she told me, Jesus wants you back home. Wow. 
So I was like, ah, this girl, pa. I went home and then when I inserted the drive, it was messages from Bishop Dag. Bishop Dag wow. Mills. Yeah. That is what this lady gave you. That was the gift she gave me. Okay. So I listened, I listened. I was still, you know, the slaughterhouse was still there. It was live. So as I was listening, slaughtering was going on. Exactly. Until it got to a point I realized, no, I couldn't continue with this. And because of what you were listening. Exactly. And you see, quick one. When I was in school, I was still doing rap, music. So a friend of mine, a very famous guy in the music industry now, she said, Charlie, I will take you to a place and your music will blow up. You become famous and rich. I said, okay, let's go. When we got there, the people said, we don't like his spirit. Where, where was he taking you? He was taking me to a, a, a group of occults where they will help you to become famous and rich. Oh, okay. But when we got there, the people said, they looked at me, they said, no, this guy, we don't like his spirit. The people who are doing the fetish, the, the occults, occults, they said they, they don't, don't like, like your spirit. spirit. And then I remembered that I have been soaking Bishop Dark messages. Like, wow. You understand? Uh-huh. So I so, said, oh, <laughs> even if the devil has rejected me, let me go to church. Let me go to church. Uh-huh. So how did so, you enter church? So I was looking for a church to enter. And then I heard of, I had heard of Bishop Ogu that he's a no-nonsense man. I said, I want to be in this church because the way I'm stubborn, eh, if you I'm not there, a real pastor. if I'm not there, Charlie. So I came to Adenta and then I fell in the hands of Pastor Albert Akins. Wow. And then, Charlie, he taught me for me to know I've been taught. May somebody teach you. Oh, yes. That instead of being taught how to smoke, how to drink, may you fall in the hands of a Pastor Akins who will teach you till you know you have been taught. Okay, so through Pastor Akins, I got to meet Bishop and then we had a chat. And from that point, Bishop took interest in my personal life, you know, beloved dozing, spiritual life and all of that. Actually, will you say you have changed? Totally. I mean, now the slaughterhouse that we use to slaughter other things... Now we slaughter demons, but we bring souls. Wow. By the grace of God, I'm a zonal leader now. Wow. And I'm believing God very soon as I'll be standing here to be appointed as a pastor. By Let us God. celebrate yes. God for this life. Let us celebrate God for this life. Are you not happy that this life also has been ransomed? That a man whose ambition was to slaughter girls is now slaughtering demons. Hallelujah. I want us also to take another testimony from our brother Richard Saba. Encourage Richard as he's coming. Are you not excited when you hear testimonies of great change? Are you not excited that lives which were given up to be no good are now performing wonders in the house of God? They are center leaders, they are zonal leaders. A great change is also coming into your life. Amen. Good morning, Pastor Lester. Good morning. And good morning, church. My name is Richard Shaba. I'm from uh, social welfare. I'm the center leader for social welfare school. Tell us your story. I want to testify of the great change in my life. Okay, back in my back in school days, I used to be a chronic phonographer. I, what, I what watch pornography a lot. Uh, so, somebody who watch pornography is pornographer. Yes. Okay. Shout ye. So you were a chronic a pornographer. Chronic a chronic. Tell one. us. Hallelujah. So I had these friends. Whenever there is the latest pornographic movie in town, we do exchanges. So he bring his, I bring mine. As I watch, I pass my own to him. He to when he get a new one, they will call us and we'll be passing it around. <laughs> Hallelujah. So it got to a time where like, we've watched enough. It's now time for us to practice what we are watching. By all means, you pra- if you see it, you become. 
So you started practicing. Practicing it now made me a womanizer again. Another different thing entirely. And I say I was so chronic in womanizing that there is no lady that I will approach that will tell me no. So you watch and you practice. Yes. Then what happened? So by the grace of God, it continued like this this way. So my father saw all this life and he was not happy with it. So after my senior secondary school, uh, I was so after I exam to go to the university to, to get admission, I got my admission quite okay. So my dad told me, he said, the way you are going, I won't let you school in Nigeria anymore. I said, oh, dad, why? Oh, so you were in Nigeria? I was in Nigeria. Okay. So because back in SS, I had friends who were in the university. So before I even got admission, they've already planned a place for me in the university. Of course. Secret calls, yes. In secret the, calls, the guys. They were my friends. And they were waiting for you to, to come. come. But so, your father said you won't go to that. So school. they've pre-registered me already, in the all court already. So I don't know how my father foresaw all these things. And he said, "My son, you are not continuing school in Nigeria here. You have to live to Ghana." I said, "Oh, I won't go." So he forcefully made me to come to Ghana. And when you come to when you when came I to came Ghana, to Ghana, so it made me to also tell him that for forcing me to come to Ghana. The school made to, I'll put it aside. If you won't let me stay in Nigeria. So he made me that I should go to Ghana. So I came to Ghana. The womanizing continued. I can travel from... Tell us how your life changed. So by the grace of God... So Ghana didn't change you. It didn't change me. How did you change? So by the grace of God, I I I met a friend called Bless. He invited me to the lighthouse at uh, Madina Number 1. Okay. Pastored by Pastani that time. Okay. So Bishop was having a, a crusade. A greater love crusade there. So I was invited for that Where crusade. Where was this? Madina number, Madina one, number park. one park. Oh, okay. That time. So I think the crusade was held for three days. Yes. The first day, Bishop made an altar call. I came out. And I was with a cousin. We came out. After the prayer, we went to. The second day we came, we went for this altar call again. So day one, you gave your life to Christ. I gave my life day to Christ. Day two, you gave your I life gave to Christ. I gave my life to Christ again. Day three, I still gave my life to Why? Christ. Why? You wanted to be sure. I don't really know, but the thing is, after that, when I go home, it's like, I still feel like going back to the things I used so to do. So you wanted to be sure I wanted to be sure. So three times you gave your life to Christ. I gave my Christ. life to Christ. And what happened? So after giving my life to Christ, then my pastor started encouraging me to come to church and all that. Are you me still womanizer? Are you still fornicating? By the grace of God, now I don't fornicate anymore. I don't do womanize. I don't watch pornography anymore. And you are a center leader. A center leader did you now. bring people to church? I brought Friday? people today to How church. How many people did you bring to today, church? I brought, I brought three buses. Three buses of human beings. And you are sitting down like that. Oh. This life was given out to be destroyed. But he's bringing people to the house of God. Hallelujah. I want us to welcome our final testimony. Also from the King's Choir. Our sister Benedicta. Daniels, quickly, quickly encourage her. Encourage her as she's coming. Welcome, Benedicta. Good morning. Please, my name is Benedicta Achu Daniels, and I'm the regional choir director for Koinonia. Tell us your story. Okay. So at a very young age, like eight years, I was sent to the boarding house because of how my mom's um, life was so busy. So when I got there, I was in class three. And I was told that in the boarding house, they bully people. So at that time, I was so young and so soft. So I needed to toughen up myself. 
So at a point, I picked up a very bad attitude. I was so rebellious, so disrespectful. I mean, you cannot cross my path as a senior. Though I was in class three, I will not allow you to bully me. You can't take my milo, my needle, my shito. You dare not. So I continued to JHS. Then it was a point I realized that I was getting higher because I was beginning to have guys as my friends because they said I had a tag life, like a girl who was so strong and so hard. And I completed JHS with a very good result. But because of how uncontrollable I was, my mom said I should go back to the Volta region, where I came from. So she sent me there. But she didn't know that the Volta region I was going to was the point where I was going to get rotten. So when I got to the boarding house, I was just like that. I could break bounds out of school. Like I'm just going out. I was just so notorious. Tell no us, one could at control what point me. did this life change? So my life changed when um, I got, we, I completed SHS. And a lady came to rent in our house. And before she came to the house, as usual, I could fight with the tenants. As for one of the fights, at a point, Manti had to come in from a house to come and resolve it. And I told Manti that if the tenants cannot stay in the house, then they should move because I cannot have her be in the house. I'll fight them till they leave the house. So it was becoming some way. So my shepherd, she came to the house to rent. And he said, no, Benedicta, you're a nice girl. You are too hard. A woman is not meant to be like this. You are meant to be soft. But she had a problem because I was so worldly, so she couldn't talk to me. I could dress anyhow. I had a very wild dream. And I remember that in SS, I was made the entropy without a contest. I was just there and I was told that because of the way you are, we couldn't find anybody to be entropy because you are so worldly. You could dance so, and all those things. So it was easy for Benedicta, me. Benedicta, when this woman came to your house and rented and started relating with you, she couldn't talk to you because we were worldly. How did you get to church? So one day, it was my birthday, and I started to follow her for a Thanksgiving because I had just turned 18. So I came to church. So when I came to church, it was the Lighthouse Chapel International, La Baoleshi. Reverend Divine had preached powerfully, and I saw myself weeping. And I didn't in know what service. to do. In the service. So when I got back home, she gave me a book to read, Demons and How to Deal with Them. So I got to chapter 10. Then the chapter, the chapter says that Demon activities and how they give rise to uncontrollable people. And the, the Mark 5 3 says that no one could bind him. And I said, no one could bind Benedicta. That was where the book got me. I, I wept. I remember I read that chapter like three times. And I gave my life to Christ. Even when I gave my life to Christ, it wasn't full. Because I was, I was enjoying the way my life was. Because it was just nice. Like no, no one could control you. No one could face you. But... Bit after bit, getting to church, I got into the choir. Reverend Divine took me up. He made me his minstrel. I was singing. And bit by bit, I dropped the worldly music. I had, one of the time, my mom, I went to see my mom, and she told me that if not for the church, you would have been like the late Ebony. And I said, for that one, I, I don't doubt it. And it's true. So it's, so when I was made the Koinonia Regional Choir Director, and I said, God, aren't you amazing? What the devil was using me for in the world? You have picked me up. And you are sitting down like that, oh. And you are not celebrating God for this, oh. You are not excited that a life that was supposed to be cut short and uncontrollable. She's one of the nicest and soft women you, you will meet today. And it is because God has the power to change lives. I want us to believe that today in this service, a word from this stage will be able to change your life. No matter how bad you think you are, God is able to change you. Let us celebrate God this morning. Wow. You can clap your hands much, much better. 
for the fantastic testimonies that we have heard this morning. Hallelujah. Amen. Turn my life all around. You gave your son to save. 
So I serve you for the rest of my days. Oh, 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 yeah. You gave your son. You gave your love. You turned my life all around. You gave your son to set me free. And so I serve you for the rest of my days. Whoa. Turn your life all around He gave his life To set you free And so we'll serve him For the rest of our days Whoa, whoa, whoa Whoa, whoa Hallelujah How many of you are ready to build the house of God?
your own house While my house is not built Now is the time, the time for you To build the house of God Say, I will build my house upon this rock The gates of hell shall not prevail against it See, I will give you the keys of the kingdom of heaven. What you bound on earth shall be bound in heaven. Will you build my church? Say, will you build my house? Would you be like Nehemiah and build a house of God? Now say, I will. Come on, can you say, I will? I will build your house. I'll be like Nehemiah. Be like them, my- 
gentlemen, today history is being made here on this ground, and we are believing God that there will be more than 10,000 people in this compound before the service ends, but I'm happy to announce to you that we have come to the highlight of this church service. Now, it's okay, it's okay to enjoy the praise and worship and the dancing and the singing and the acting. But there is always a main reason why you do something. And I'm happy to announce to you that the main reason why you came here today is about to come. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the word of God. And I'm excited to announce to you that today we have in our midst a servant of God chosen by God and sent to us this morning. Ladies and gentlemen, you can stand to your feet, you can clap your hands, you can shout, join me, and let's welcome to this pulpit, the Bishop, Edwin Morgan. Oh God, come on, Oibi Cathedral, make some noise. Hallelujah, clap your hands. Clap your hands unto the Lord. I don't want to be a thorny ground. I don't want to be a thorny ground. But many a ground. I don't want to be a wayside ground. Do you want to be a wayside ground? Stony ground. How many of you want to be a good ground? A good ground. A good ground. A good ground.
those of us inside this cathedral can I hear a shout your shout is not loud enough can I hear a shout Hallelujah. And those who are outside in the overflow, can I hear your shout outside? Can I hear your shout outside? Wow. Clap your hands for Jesus. Father, we thank you for this time. As we hear your word, we know our lives will not be the same again. Touch us, bless us in Jesus' name. Amen. You may please be seated in the presence of the Lord. Please find a place to sit. And ladies and gentlemen, before I share the word of God, it's my joy to welcome our sister, Mawirami Oklu to bless us with her hand.
This morning, the message I'm preaching is titled, The Great Invitation. And I'm reading from Luke chapter 14, the words of Jesus, from verse 16. And I want to welcome everyone here to this beautiful service. I have been greatly blessed already. The testimonies, the songs, the ministration by the film stars, the dancing stars. And your presence here has also ministered a message of your love for the things of God. And I believe that as we get ready to leave here, something from God's word will trigger a change in your life. Whoever you are, whether you you are here for the first time today, or you are a member of this church already, you are a pastor, you are a reverend, you are a singer, you are an instrumentalist, you are an usher, Whatever you are, whoever you are, I'm believing God that this message you are about to hear will change something in your life and change your life permanently. Clap your hands for Jesus. So in verse 16 of Luke chapter 14, Jesus speaking, Then said he unto them, A certain man made a great supper and bade many and sent his servants at supper time to say to them that were bidden, Come, come, for all things are now ready. And they with one Consent began to make excuse. The first said unto him, I have bought a piece of ground and I must needs go and see it. I pray thee, have me excused. And another said, I have bought five yoke of oxen and I go to prove them. I go to test them. I go to try their strength. Please have me excused. And another said, I have married a wife and therefore I cannot come. So the servant came and showed his Lord these things. And the master of the house, being angry, said to the servant, Go out quickly. Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city and bring in hither the poor, the maimed, and the halt, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, It is done as thou hast commanded. And yet, there is room. 
And the Lord said to his servants, Go out into the highways and the hedges and compel them to come in that my house may be filled. For I say unto you that none of those men which were bidden shall taste of my supper. Here ends the reading of the precious word of God. And all of us said, Amen, with a hand clap. He said, go out and compel them to come in. So this morning, if somebody forced you here, maybe you are sitting outside in the overflow, I'm going to come there and preach to you. Yes. But if somebody forced you here to church, I want to explain to you that God sent that person to come and force you. Because Jesus said, compel them. But in any case, I'm very happy you came to church today. I'm very happy you made it to church today. Turn to your neighbor and welcome the person. Congratulate the person for making it to church today. And I speak a word of blessing to those who invited people. You put them on buses. You put them in taxis. You walk them here. And you encourage them to come. You made phone calls. And you made sure that somebody came here to enjoy this great invitation. God will bless you as well. But today, in this short message, I want to let you know, wherever you are, outside, listen to me. God's blessings are strictly by invitation. God's blessings are strictly by invitation. Anything God has for the world, even though it is for the world, it is by invitation. Jesus said, a certain man made a great supper and invited many. That word, invited, bade, invitation, suggests that that is how God's ways are. God invites. If you are sitting here today, I want to tell you That God invited you here. It is a privilege to be invited. You know, if you go to any church and every church, most churches, the doors are open. You can walk through and sit down and enjoy the service. I don't know of any church that charges gate fee. But still, not everybody goes to church. Not everybody goes to church. That should tell you that there is a power that selects. 
And this morning you have been selected to be here. In John chapter 6 and verse 44, Jesus shocked his disciples. He shocked them. In John 6, 44, and said, No man can come to me except the Father which had sent me draw him. They couldn't believe it. The disciples thought that the whole world was invited. But Jesus was explaining that the reason why some people don't find themselves around him is that nobody can come near him except the father draws that person. So sometimes there is a family of six brothers and you will find two are in church. What does it mean? It means the father drew two out of the five. Yes. Sometimes you find three friends and one enters church and gets born again and stays in church while the other two are outside drinking and fooling. Why? The reason is that no man can come to Jesus except the Father draws him. It is by invitation. So the one person who was selected out of the three people and is in church must understand the privilege he has been given to be around. If you are sitting here, whether you are a member already or today is your first time, I want you to know that a privilege has been extended to you. A privilege. Not everybody can come to God. It's amazing. God so loved the world, but still, not everybody can come to God. Psalm 65 and verse 4 says, Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee, that he may dwell. Blessed is the man Blessed is the woman. Blessed is the family. Whom thou choosest. So, so I want to emphasize that God chooses. God selects. There will be two friends and one will be selected to be in church. Jesus said two shall be lying on one bed. One will be taken and the other will remain. Two shall be grinding at the mill. One will be selected and one will remain. I want you to know that something special is happening to you today. You are part of an invited group. God always finds people. I don't know how. I don't know why you are the one here and your friend is at home. I don't know why. And I may never know why. But one thing I know is that God has an interest in your life. God wants to give you a certain blessing. 
So a certain man made a great supper. This morning we are enjoying a great supper. Yes. A great supper. A great supper. There are over 5,000 of us inside here. Another 5,000 outside. I mean, you can't find a number maybe in the stadium. Still, there are some people who are not here. Yes. In spite of the large number, there are still some people who are not here. So you have to ask yourself, why are some people outside and I am here? The reason is what I want to share with you today. Reasons why God invites people. Why does God invite people? Number one, God invites people so that they will be part of a family. They will be part of a family. Yes. In this life, we don't only have the obeying family, the Oklu family, the Odoi family, the Jagdasu family. There is also a spiritual family. There is a spiritual family. And you can live your life on earth and not belong to that spiritual family. Peter said, For ye are made a spiritual house. It's a spiritual family. If you are here and you belong to the Jakbasu family, the Osei family, I want to inform you that the Osei family cannot give you all the things you need in this life. Your biological family cannot give you all the things you need in this life. So you see that even here on earth, some people, apart from being in the Osei family, apart from being in the Corinthian family, also join the NDC family. Because there is something they cannot get from the Corinthian family, so they join NPP family. So even here on earth, people know that their biological families cannot give them everything they need. So they join other families. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to inform you that whether you are part of the NPP family, NDC family, or being family, Jack Basu family, there is nothing you can get in this life that can compare with what the spiritual family of God can give you. Yes. yes. That's why in Psalm 65 and verse 4, if you go back, you see right there at the, at the end of that verse, he said, we will be satisfied with the goodness of thy house. Yes. Say the goodness of thy house. Yes. Your house you slept in and woke up from to come here. It's not the only house. There is also a place called the house of God. And I want to inform you that there is some goodness there. 
There is something the house of God can give you that you will not get from the Osei house. So those who are wise, in addition to being part of the Obin family, also join the house of God. Because there is some goodness of the house there. There is a blessing. There is healing. There is peace. There is a life the house of God can give you that you cannot get anywhere. Number two. If God invites you, number one is that he invites you to a family. Yes. We are a family. These are my brothers. I've got sisters in the church. My spiritual father is Bishop Dagwood Mills. Yes. I've a father. My, my, my biological father who gave birth to me, he died long ago. He died long ago. But I have a spiritual father. Some of you, your biological father is alive. But he may not give you what your spiritual father can do for you. Some of you, in spite of your biological father, you were smoking weed in the room. Yes. Some of you had a biological mother, but you were still fornicating. Some of you girls, you know more about sex than your mother who gave birth to you. Yes. So one of the things God does is that he knows your father cannot give you all what you need. So in addition to your biological father, he also gives you a spiritual father. I'm talking about a spiritual family. And those who are wise, they connect to that family. They connect. I'm giving you just some two or three points. It's a family. This morning, you can see my hand. I'm using this hand to invite you to that spiritual family. Yes. To that spiritual family. Psalm 68 and verse 6 talks about one of the things God does. It says, God setteth the solitary in families. One of the acts of God It's not just to heal you or to make the moon or to make mountains. One of the things God does is to put people into relationships, families. And by putting you in the family, the verse continues and says, He brings out those which are bound with chains. That is what the Osai family could not do. The spiritual family God puts you in is able to free you from the chains of pornography, the chains of masturbation, the chains of alcoholism, the chains. You heard the lady's testimony. Where is Martha? Yes, come. Yes. I mean, pretty girl. She had a mother. Come this way. She had a mother. Is your mother still alive? She passed away. And your father also passed away? Yes. The mother who should prevent her from drinking is the one rather who has made the drinking spot and has employed a daughter, a girl. So I'm saying that if you restrict your life to your biological family alone, you will lose something. She became a drunkard. 
Hello, did you become a drunkard? Yes, Bishop. At what age were you drinking? I started from 13. 13 years. She's married. She's married. And her husband married her when she was a drunkard. At least a drinker. She began to drink because of her parents. You cannot restrict your life to your biological relationships only. I respect your father. He must, I mean, her, her mother must have cared for her. That's all she has. All she can do is to create a drinking spot. But through it, she became a drunkard and would have died. But her husband took her to another spiritual family. Yes. The husband invite you, uh, invited you to what? Lighthouse where? Ayukuma. Ayukuma branch. And that is where she met Pastor Niklufio who prayed for her. And this drunkard is now a pastor. an invitation an invitation can change your life an invitation can change your life this morning if you are here for the first time I'm informing you that your life is about to be changed another thing you can stand here, stand by me when she went to church, to the lighthouse Ayukuma church, she was being invited to be part of a tribe. A what? A tribe. What are the tribes we have in Ghana? Your tribe is what? Ewe. tribe. Yours is what? Fancy. Fancy tribe. Say, yours is what? Ghana. Ghana tribe. And yours is what? Ewe. Ewe tribe. Don't say Ewe. It's Ewe. 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 But do you know that the Fanti tribe cannot give you all that you need in life? Yes. Fantas are typically lazy people. Lazy. Only drinking tea. So if all your life, if all your life you are a fante, you can turn yours off now. Okay, you can sit down. I'll call you back. If you, all you came to do is to be a fante in life, you, you won't prosper. I'm preaching. You will not prosper. Because in this life, laziness will not guarantee you prosperity. So one of the things God does is that he knows you are a fountain and you may not easily prosper. So what he does is that he invites you to be a part of another tribe. Psalm 122 verse 4. Look at it. Whither 
the tribes go up. The tribes of the Lord. Apart from the Ewe tribe, there's also the tribe of the Lord. The tribe of the Lord. Because God knows that fancy tribe may make you poor. Can you imagine if all you were a part of was the Gan tribe? You will fight and quarrel and go to jail. Why do you think in Ghana all our boxers are gas? Why do you think so? So in order to calm you down, in addition to be a gun, God also makes you enter another tribe. So today, you are being invited to be a part of another tribe. It's called the tribe of God. It's called the tribe of God. So number one, makes you part of a family. You are invited to be part of a family. Number two, you are invited to be part of a tribe. Kadazula Bayanda. Yes, yes. I'm a fancy man. I'm a fancy man. But because I belong to the tribe of the Lord, the blessing of God has overcome the fancy behavior. So you see that in this church, the nicest people in this church are gas. The nicest pastors are gas. People who should be beating the church members are now the lovers of God. Why? Because in addition to you, I, I don't want to talk about the airway tribe. Don't push me. Don't push me. I said, don't push me. When an airway says that his name is Dela, Dela means savior. You may think the savior is our Jesus the savior, but there's another savior in the village. My name is Dela Agbemebiase. My name is Dela Agbemava. You may think it is Jesus the Savior, but there is a legba, legba in front of the house. Legba, legba, legba. Don't push me. Practicing bovire, bovire, hosavire. Bovire or servire, bovire or servire, a little god, a little witchcraft. But God brings you to another tribe called the tribe of God. I don't want, don't push me to talk about the Frafra, the Bani tribe. This morning, no matter the tribe you belong to, God is inviting you to be part of the tribe of the Lord. Since I joined the tribe, so I've got dual tribal leanings. I'm a fancy and I'm also a tribe of the Lord. 
and my blessings, my prosperity, my life has been changed. When I was a fancy man, I was drinking and smoking. But when I joined the tribe of the Lord, that foolishness was taken away from my life. Today is your day. God is going to change you. A certain man made a great supper and invited many. Invited them to what? To be part of a new family. To be part of a new tribe. The next thing he invited, God invites us to, is, is that he invites us to a new life. Second Corinthians 5.17 He invites us to a new life. Say new life. Second Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, any man, whether you are Dagati, you are Fante, you are a woman, you are a weed smoker, you are a banker, any man, say any man. No matter what you've done with your life, no matter what you've done. Somebody who can masturbate till he collapses, they have to pour water on him to revive him. But today he's a pastor in the church. I came to inform you that God has invited you here to give you a life that is new. New is new. New. He will change you so much. Let me go to the back. He will change you so much. That your friends will not be able to recognize you. Yes. Are you footballers? Stand to your feet. I'm very happy. Young boys, you are the ones going to become the future Asamoah. Is it Asamoah or Asayujan? Asamoah. Future Asamoah and uh, uh, what? What is that? Who are they? They, they, are you? they are all here. But I want to inform you that. Life is not made up of being a football star alone. You can be a football star and go to hell. So in addition to being part of a football team, you must also make sure you are part of that invitation to a changed life. I can take you to Accra and show you footballers. Former footballers, today they are begging for money. But when you come to Christ, David said, I have not seen the righteous beg for bread. Don't put your hopes in football. Join it, play well, shine, but make sure that your life is in Jesus. Make sure that Jesus has changed your life. Otherwise, the football which has blessed others will rather destroy you. You will earn money only to let girls come and chop it for you. If any man this morning, look at my face. Let me go outside there. If anybody is in Christ, you are new. If you are here and you are struggling with sin, You are struggling with your life. Having sex. You can't control yourself. You can't control yourself. Sleeping with boys. Sleeping with men. 
Some of you are homosexuals. You've tried everything. Your mother has tried. It didn't work. God has come in today. Because God knows. Your father tried. Your headmaster tried. The policeman tried. Some of you have gone to prison. It still did not work. You've been jailed. It didn't work. Because you cannot have a new life by going to jail. You can't have a new life by having your mother advise you. You think the prostitutes in town don't have mothers? There is something that unless the power of God has touched, no advice. Nobody can advise you to change. You don't go to school to change. I said, you don't go to school to change. I have been to school. I went to a good primary school. I went to a secondary school and found a PIM school. From there, I went to the university. University of Ghana Medical School. But I was still a drunkard. Go to Insawam. You will see doctors in jail. Go to Insawam. You will see lawyers in jail. Go to school. But don't put your trust in school. Accept the Lord. If you don't surrender your life to God, it's over for you. Give me way. I'm coming. Some of you young men who have got your parents, your parents are rich. They give you money. A Land Rover takes you to school. I'm happy that your father has money. I'm happy that your mother is a businesswoman and she has money. But listen to me very well. Money can never change your life. Money can rather destroy you. The chances that you will be a drug addict by age 40 is over 90%. That is why God invited you here. You think we are joking here? You think we don't have anything to do? God sent me to talk to you that money is not the ultimate. Being beautiful is not the ultimate. Being intelligent, going to university, having a master's degree is not the ultimate. If any man be in Christ, in Christ, everybody say in Christ, in Christ. If anybody is in Christ. Today. I came. To invite you. It's a great invitation. And you notice in the scripture I read. That the original people God invited. Did not come. That's how it is. All the time. We are all replacements. Wives are replacements. Husbands are replacement. I am a pastor here. I am a replacement. I'm not the original pastor. So what someone doesn't want, I'm happy that you agreed to come here. And finally, 
God invites you to the great supper to give you a better life. A better life. A better life. No matter who you are today, I don't know whether you are a DC, you are an MC, I don't know whether you are a doctor, I don't know whether you are a lawyer, I don't know who you are, I don't even know you, but I'm telling you today that no matter who you are, Jesus is capable of giving you a better life. You will soon discover that there's a life better than the life of going to the office and coming home. Going to drink with your friends. Office, home, friends. Office, home, friends. Office, home. God invites you. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. Yet not I. There's a life. I'm talking now about the life. And he said, the life which I now live there is a lot today. I'm welcoming somebody here to a new life which is called the life which I now live. Your friends who knew you before today will not be able to recognize you. The life which I now live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me. There's a love of God. It is bigger and more powerful than the love of a boyfriend. There's a love of God. It's bigger and more powerful than the love of your mother. Her her mother loved her. That is a mother's love. A mother's love can make you a drunkard. Some of you, your mother rather encourages you to have a, a married man as a boyfriend. When he comes home, your mother pretends that she has not seen him. That's how some of you became fornicators. Yes, there's a girl here. Your boyfriend is a married man and your mother, your mother is the one who introduced him. But I'm talking about the love of God. It's a greater love than this. Greater love than this. Greater love than a man should lay down his life. I'm happy that your wife loves you. I'm happy your husband loves you. But today I'm talking about the love of God. The love of God. Yeah. When all men turn away from you, God will be with you. So when he invites you, he's inviting you to a better life. I said there is a life which is better than the life of having a prosperous business. There's a better life than a life of having money. There is a better life than the life of having your political party in power. There is a better life than the life of having your football team having won the league. That life is in Jesus. And when he comes into your life, he changes you. Today, I came to invite you to be part of a family. This family is waiting for you. It's a spiritual family. You can belong here. Everything has the day it starts. 
pornography, there's always a first time you saw pornography. Our brother said he went to live with his uncle. In medicine, we say the patient was well until he was well. He was very fine until. That's how we write the history in uh, about our patient. Patient was well until six weeks ago when she noticed a rash. He was well until he went to visit his uncle. And there he saw pornography magazines. Everything has the time it starts. There's a time you began to have sex. There's a time you began to smoke. There's a time you began to drink. There's always a time something starts. And I'm announcing that today is the time your salvation starts. Every baton has a first day. And I want to inform you, every day, every good thing also has its special day. And what is that day? What is that day? Today. Yes. It's just today. That's what the Bible says. In Second Corinthians 6, verse 2. And I'm ending with this. For he said, I have heard thee in the time accepted. And in the day of salvation have I succored thee. The day of salvation is always a day of comfort and succor. A day God gives you peace. For in the day of salvation have I succored thee. Behold, next week is the accepted time. 16 July is the day of salvation. That's what the Bible says. Behold, when is the accepted time? I can't hear you. When is the accepted time? When is the day of salvation? If it's tomorrow, then let's all go home and come back tomorrow. The best day to be saved is now. I said the best day to be saved is now. The best day to join God's family is now. The best day to join God's tribe is now. The best day to have a new life is now. The best day to have a better life is now. And today, I'm so happy you came. You know, I'll speak a blessing over all those who spent money paying for buses to bring 10,000 people here. God bless you. Any money you have spent in the, on this project, you are going to have it times 1,000. You don't know what the service means to somebody sitting here. Sometimes as we are dancing and singing, somebody is hurting and is waiting for the time she will give her life to Christ. 
I want us all to stand to our feet outside, inside, backside. Everywhere. No movement. We are closing the service. I'm so glad you came. Every eye closed and every head bowed. This is the great invitation. There is nothing as great as this invitation. They may invite you to a job, invite you for an interview, invite you to be friends with someone, invite you to speak to someone, but there is no invitation as powerful as the invitation to come to Jesus. The great invitation. As every head is bowed, as every eye is closed, Somebody invited you today. Somebody brought you here today. You want to say, Pastor, please pray for me. I want to give my life to Christ. I need Jesus. If you are here like that, and you want to give your life to Christ, yes. I've not even said it. Somebody has already raised his hand. You want to receive Jesus Christ. You want to honor that invitation. You can clap your hands. You can clap your hands. If you want to honor the invitation to come to Jesus, to join the family of God, to join the tribe of the Lord, to have a changed life, to have a better life. If you are here and you want to give your life to Christ, lift your hand high. Look at that. Outside, inside, everywhere, lift your hand high. Lift your hand. I can't see your hand. Lift it high. Keep it up. Today is somebody's day. Today is somebody's day. My God and my Lord. Today is somebody's day. Outside. Lift your hand. Show my hand. The change of your life has just begun. If your hand is up, and you mean it to give your life to Jesus Christ if your hand is up and you want to give your life to Christ I want you wherever you are in this place come to the frontier come here come clap your hands for them as they come come here to the front Clap your hands for them as they come. Keep coming till the aisles are full. Come. Outside. Outside. Come. There's somebody outside. I'm calling you. Come. God wants to give you a better life. Come. Keep clapping your hands for them. They are coming. Somebody is standing there. You are wondering. You are asking. Should I come? Should I not come? I'm inviting you. Come. I want to see thousands here. Come. 
there's room for you. There's room for you in the aisle. There's room for you at the back. There's room for you outside. Come. squeeze those standing in front some of them should be in the aisle but come you can sit down those in front no no just keep standing those standing they are coming clap your hands for them they are coming to receive Jesus I'm waiting Pastor Akins please let's share the forms to them right now right now clap your hands for them If you are here, you have the forms for the new con- They are coming. Clap your hands for them. Many are coming. They are coming. Come. Come to Jesus. Come to Jesus. Don't stop clapping. Unless I've told you, don't stop clapping. are coming. I can see them. They are coming to give their life to Christ in the aisle. Come. Now listen. There is somebody standing there. As you are standing there, your heart is even beating. There is some fear in you. Because you know that you are going back to your old life. But this is the escape route for you. I'm about to say the prayer with them. There is a girl. You are standing by a boy you are having sex with. Separate yourself from him. And come to Jesus. He will take care of you. If you are here and you have any intention of receiving Jesus, come to the front before I pray. Yes, clap for them. They are coming. Clap your hands for them. They are coming. Come.
now. Lift up your hands. Stop writing and lift up your hands. I'm going to pray with you. I'm going to say a prayer. When I say the prayer, repeat after me. Repeat the prayer after me. Every eye closed in this auditorium, outside, in the canopies, overflow, everywhere. Everybody, close your eyes. We are leaving here in the next 15 minutes. Soon. And this is the prayer. And after this, I'm going to pray for different groups. And then we close. Lift your hands. Say, Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. I can't hear you. Heavenly Father. Those who are seated behind me, stand up. Dancing stars and everyone, stand up. Heavenly Father. Heavenly Father. Today. today I've heard your word. About the great invitation. Thank you. For choosing me. Thank you. That among my friends. Among my family. You selected me. Lord, I'm grateful. Today. I respond. To your invitation. I realize. I am far from you. I've done many, many bad things. I have committed many, many sins. Oh God. Have mercy on me. Please forgive me. Wash my sins away. I want to be your child. I want a new life. Today, I declare I am your child. I am born again. My old life is past. I am now a member of this family. A new family. I belong to a new tribe. In addition to my Ghanaian tribe, I have joined the tribe of the Lord. Oh God, today I surrender to you. I thank you for my great salvation. I thank you that my life is changed. I thank you that I will never be the same again. This is the change I've been waiting for. This is the life I've been waiting for. I know my life will never be the same again. I will stay in this church. I will grow in this church. I will increase in this church. One day I will marry in this church. I will prosper in this church. And I will go to heaven from this church. Oh God! Oh God! Oh God! Have mercy on me. I call you my father. I call you my master. I call you my savior. I call you my Lord. And I know from today, I won't be the same again. Now lift your right finger, your finger, your finger like this and say, Satan, listen to me carefully. From today, from today, you are not my master. Satan, you are wicked. You are evil. 
I'm happy I've met Jesus. From today, the blood of Jesus has washed me. I won't serve you again. I won't follow you again. I won't obey you again. Jesus is my master. And I am born again. I thank you. I thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Now, now listen to me carefully. We are about to close the service. Have you had a good time? Will you come for the next great invitation? Will you bring more people? Yes. Now, listen carefully. Those of you who are in front here, what you have just done, the prayer you have prayed, is like somebody who wants to go to university and has finished BC. There's Wasi. There's whatever, another C. BC. There's diploma. So I'm saying that this prayer is not the end at all. You are now going to start. You are now going to start. And I'm very happy that we have the people who brought you here. They love you. They are interested in you. Look, today, because of this decision, you, some of you will not die like a goat on the road. Some of you will not, not die from HIV. No juju in your village will be able to touch you here. So I want to ask, apart from those of us who are standing here, those of you who are seated, please sit down. Who are standing, sorry, in the crowd, please be seated. At the back, sit down. Please be seated. Very good. Thank you. Thank you. All of you. Now, those of you standing here, you are going to go back to where you were sitting. Do you, do you get the point I'm making? Where you were sitting before you... You see, all these are converts. All this. That's the altar call. All of this. All this. Lift your two hands. Those of you who are standing, lift your two hands. Those of you standing, lift your two hands and say after me, from today, I will not fool again. From today, I become sensible. I'm following Jesus. No friend will stop me. I can't hear you. Say, no friend will stop me. No enemy will stop me. No devil will stop me. Jesus all the way. Jesus all the way. Jesus all the way. Jesus all the way. Thank you, Lord, for my great salvation. I will never be the same again. I will never be the same again. From today, I am now going to start a new life. I'll say I'll be a pastor one day. I'm going to serve God one day. I'm going to pastor a church one day. My new life has started today. And I will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. So I 